Thanks for listening to the Pro Video Podcast. Weekly insights into everything video. Proudly presented by worldpodcast.com. Here's the host, Blair Walker. Hi everybody and welcome to the Pro Video Podcast. Every week we bring you insights into film, television, online video, VR and so much more. This week we're going to be talking about film, film festivals, directing, writing, editing. We're going to be doing that with Jonathan Zoffi. Thank you so much for coming to the studio. Pleasure to be here, yeah. So Jonathan... I met you through Corbin, who I work with, and I've been asked to be part of a film festival that you are running. That's right. So um, this is the third year of the Vision Feast, um, and I actually just came on board uh, this year. Um, Yeah, I'm really excited to be running it, um, producing it here in Auckland, and sort of pushing it out to the world. So your title is Festival Producer? Yeah, that's the one, yeah. Alexander, he's the founder and festival director. That's right, Alex uh, Sikowski, yeah. He makes, you know, the creative, cool decisions, and then I... Implement you know, them. Implement them, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he sets yeah. the vision and you make it happen. And then I make the feast, yeah. Nice, nice. Much. So what is the feast and how is it different from other film festivals? Mm, good question. Yeah, so basically Vision Feast is different from so many other festivals in that... It's about melting our minds with amazing visuals. It's about motion graphics. It's about films that tell a story uh, with pure scintillating visuals as opposed to um, a sort of holistic approach um, such as my other festivals, which are more well-rounded. We're thinking sound score, all of that. Vision Feast is more about the tenacious images and how they can shock you and awe you. Colours, lights... Pure cinematography, you know, it's really focused on that visual side. Yeah, Awesome. So there's a lot of different categories in the festival and there's $10,000 worth of prizes up for grabs as That's well. That's the one, yeah. More than 10000 yeah. More. Um, we've got Panavision uh, as our main um, AAA sponsor and they are giving away 5K in rental gear, which is pretty amazing. Nice. Um, so for cinematographers out there who are looking for a nice deal for the next project, um, this is a nice little, nice little pick-me-up. Um, and then we've got other brands um, such as Little Flower, we've got um, Jofi, we've got Upland Road Media, we've got tons. Um, and they're all offering different things. Maybe it's um, makeup supplies, maybe it's uh, acting classes, you know, different deals for the different categories that you enter. Awesome. Let's go over some of those categories. So the best of, you've got music video, animation, student film, experimental, web media, historical 20th century, historical classic. Now some of these... (laughs) kind of uh, pretty clear and to understand what they are. Some of them not so much. Sure. So let's start with the latter. Um, the historical 20th century and historical mm. classic. What's the difference and what okay. are those? So that's that's the category I get to judge because nice. I'm a massive history nut um, and I'm, I'm such a massive nerd. So basically um, the way the the way I've done it is I've split that into two. So you've got your 20th century genre films. So like anything from the twenties or the sixties or the eighties or the nineties, um, which is, you know, 20th century, uh, pretty recognizable. And then you've got things. Um, and we actually had one come in the other day, things like prehistoric films, um, period pieces from ancient Rome, um, sort of, 
non-defined genre specific things maybe it's a samurai film or something like that um we've got we actually just had a samurai film come in so it's kind of that pre 20th century you know the last 40,000 years or so yeah and and you've got a bit of a passion for that yourself with your own film mm-hmm. to market to yeah let's just touch on your film before we then dive into the rest of the festival sure so as i said before massive nerd i love history i love anything pre-modern era so Tamakutu is kind of uh it's isn't an essence the ethos of my filmmaking that it's to move forwards we have to look back um so Tamakutu is all about this curse that happens in the past because of certain consequences and the way that affects um our heroes in the modern day yeah yeah so a film like that, which is actually um, a period piece, but is also referencing today, mm. would that fit into those categories? 100%. Wicked. 100%. Uh, so um, Tamakutu is, uh, which means the curse, um, it is 1830s and flicks over to 2017, um, flicks back. So actually that would go into the pre-20, oh, oh shoot kind of halfway in between the two <laughs> not that i'd enter it because it's my film and you know um and you're judging yeah. that so and that I, would be and i couldn't yeah. judge it <laughs> give it an a plus <laughs> so um there is an overall winner and mm. whatever category you enter it can also be up for that as well definitely definitely and that's that's um the big kahuna that's what alex is judging um, and yes, I'm very excited to see what's going to sweep that away this year. Going back onto the best categories, experimental, that's going to mm. leave the whole category pretty open. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, I just got in a few experimentals this morning and yeah, it's, it's like a, it's like a morning acid trip. Yeah. Um, really cool. Um, bizarre, but I think some of my favorites are French experimentals that are coming through right now. Um, Seems to be the season. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Change of season. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, I'm just really excited about about the different kind of visual content that we'll get in. Um, we don't focus on really sound or, or score or anything for this. You can see all the categories are pretty visual-based. Yeah. Art direction, makeup, special effects, visual effects. Yeah. So they're the visionary sections, which are directing, cinematography, acting, VFX, mm. editing, makeup, special sound effect, um, makeup and special effects, mm-hmm. and art direction. Mm, mm. So um, there's a lot of different categories yeah. that you could be entering into. And the main thing I think that also differentiates this festival is okay. So I'm I'm a big festival um, sort of geek. I I look at all of them and I analyze them, and so many of them have like two awards available for like maybe a thousand people who enter, which to me just seems completely stupid. So what I've done is made massive amount of categories, lots of judges, um, lots of brands that back them that give you prizes. I just feel like the vision feast is so much more than a festival. It's like an experience and it's, it's a way to connect with the industry and get your work out there. And it's just so much more than the others, you know? Yeah, yeah. And connecting with the industry, that's what I'm all about. Mm, I'm mm. really, really wanting everybody to come together for that strength and also that appreciation of the work. Mm. So with this festival, is an online festival aspect, but also a physical one as well? Yeah, so this year it's all online. 
Um, and then year four, we're planning to do a big, big um, cinema run of the best of the last three years, as cool. well as all the new stuff for year four. Big That's year. kind of my long-term plan. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So a really good opportunity to enter this year mm. and get yourself in the running for next year for 100%. that. It's kind of like our... Um, fourth year anniversary if that's a thing it is now yeah, yeah. so yeah I'm, I'm pretty excited um, so now I just need to find a very cool venue that suits yeah yeah mm. um, there's a few around yeah oh, I, I always find the cool cinemas are the little ones mm. but this is going to be so massive you're going to mm. need to think numbers here yeah it'll it'll need to I mean, we'll have multiple sessions in the day, so it'll be like a maybe a two-day event. Um, yeah. Most of mine are sort of two-day blocks, um, and then the third day online you can access from bed yep. when you're chilling out because you're exhausted. Yeah. I don't know. Nice, nice. It's been open from February, but it's still open till sometime in October, isn't it? Yes, it's open till the end of October. Basically, you've got most of the rest of the year to get your stuff in, or um, you can always contact us with a whip because um, we're so generous and loving. Uh, we'll take your whip and then we'll um, work in progress. And then we can, you know, put that in now. And then later, when you've finished it, we'll properly take it in. Um, but actually, right now, it's very exciting um, May, 15% off every single category. Wow. Yeah, 15%, which is, you know, all the GST taken <laughs> off. <laughs> and is this um, open to anybody around the world? Yeah. Vision Feast is any human of any walk of life from anywhere in the world. Um, a lot of the prizes are international. So if you want um, to enter and you're in Andalusia, you're in Iraq, you're in um, Inuit territories up north of Canada, enter and you'll still be able to get your prize. Wicked, yep. wicked. And the entry fees are very reasonable mm -hmm. as well. Mm. Yep, we like to think we are um, the most reasonably priced New Zealand festival out there. Um, great deal, and plus May 15% off, so what more could you want? Jump on in. Yeah. <laughs> You've got that film sitting there, that experimental piece, that yeah. animation, that music vista video. Chuck yeah. it in. Um, we'll also be doing a best of screening online that you can... Um, get your friends to vote and, and there'll be extra online prizes and stuff like that. So, I mean, we've had some incredible entries in just the last, in the last week, actually. Cool. Um, yeah. And even if it is accessible online, I really don't mind. Like I'm, I'm all about showcasing art and connecting people with other people. So just put it in, put your hat in. Sounds very cool to me. Animation, I think that's a great category. I know that a lot of motion designers listen to this podcast as well as others throughout the industry. But animation, that really leaves it quite wide open as well. Yeah, we're open to any kind of visual animated sequence. Um, and actually, extra, extra deal. This year, we've got two spotlights, um, Japanese filmmakers. So anyone uh, Japanese descent or living in Japan currently, um, it's completely free, as well as that historical category. So anything from, as I said, the last 40,000 years, <laughs> pre-1999, uh, because the early 2000s don't count as history, for me anyway. Anything there, that's also free. There's those three free categories, 15% off, and then the general categories themselves are quite wide open. So, you know, you'll always find a category that fits 
exactly what you're looking for and there'll be a certain prize tailored to what you're trying to promote visually. And of those specials, there's the Zoffy Spotlight and the Zoffy Focus. What are those categories? That's right. So basically, um, we have a really cool thing called Zoffy Spotlight, which is where we've got some in-house reviewers who basically look at your work, pull it apart. We post a review through our network and we promote it. Um, and it's a good little bit of extra exposure, gets you out there a bit more. Doesn't guarantee official selection, but it's just another way to promote your work in get out to a bigger audience so i am going to be judging the editing Mm, category which i'm looking forward to i'm excited for that um what do you think you'll see i hope i see some experimental Mm. use of editing Mm. um i'm looking forward to seeing the use of editing in a really refreshing visionary way nice yeah i think you're gonna love judging that That'll all happen later in the year. But um, yeah, we've got cool clips coming through all the time. So someday soon, they'll be landing on your desk. It's going to be a tricky one, I think. Because yeah. um, sometimes, just like, say, visual effects, sometimes it's about the visual effects really taking center place. And sometimes mm. it's just completely you want it to fade into the background. Exactly. And that can be the same with editing as well. It can yeah. really enhance or it can really support. So it'll be an interesting one to see all yeah. the pieces coming through. Yeah, totally. I think you're going to love it. Yeah, really looking forward to it. So get in your entries. Mm. And, um, yeah, make my job really, really hard. There's so <laughs> yeah, many that have please, to go through. <laughs> please. You've got a background as a filmmaker yourself, as a director. So um, you got Temakatu. What was that experience like for you as a director producing that? It was pretty long-standing. Like, usually I spend about three years on one short film um, because I've got nothing else to do. Um, so Tamakatu we shot in four blocks um, across different seasons across different years um, it was oh, it was intense um, and, and I definitely learnt along the way but um, I'm just loving the world response right now we've just um, we've won a, a massive bunch of awards in the US which is really cool and we just took away um, and I guess it's now public um, best uh, film at Auckland International Film Festival wicked congratulations Woo-hoo. man yeah it was really exciting um, when I got the email I was actually on set and I didn't know anybody there so I just sort of <laughs> danced inside but yeah now I can kind of celebrate that's really cool. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. It's yeah. um, such a labor of love and just a huge amount of passion and dedication that um, directors and everybody putting into crafting short films especially. Yeah, it was, It was. I mean, so Yonoka Lee, our editor um, and writer, Bells Harata, the, the main writer, um, you know, we just we just went through countless hundreds of hours crafting it over years, so... I mean, all the credit goes to the team. It's such a massive, I mean, from the unit manager down to the DIT, you know, yeah, everybody um, forms this massive web of skill and talent. And without that massive crew, it would just be, it'd just be me with a little handy cam. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a team game, the sport we yeah, play. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it you know it had its fair share of drama, and and there was a lot to learn in terms of um, the etiquette of dealing with um, historical content from a Maori perspective, yeah. because 
the writer was Maori, but obviously I'm not Maori. Um, so just dealing with that in a really respectful way with our consultants and, um, yeah, it was, it was good. It was a great learning curve and I'm so excited that we're now gaining so much traction. We're making it into a feature. Woo-hoo. Wicked. Yeah. That's so good to hear. Yeah. And that's uh, going to be a massive process, sort of taking a work that you've been living with for so long as mm. a short film to then reimagine it in that feature length. Yeah, it's it's definitely taken on a uh, quite a different vibe, but it's still got that same heart of um, intercultural love in the early um, in early colonial New Zealand, um, Aotearoa. Yeah. So it's still got that same heart. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't flick over into the modern day. Scrap that. <laughs> um, just so we can focus on on you know that historical vibe, and I just want it to be yeah. so authentic and immersive, as opposed to you know flicking between the two time zones. Was there anything that this was actually based off, like a, a true story in some kind of sense? Yeah, totally. So Bell's um, Bell's Harata, she had a series of dreams, and actually, I think her auntie had the same series of dreams, and they kind of talked together and and wrote them out, and then Bell's um, pitched them to me, and I was like, "Yep, let's do it. Work it. It's amazing." Yeah. Um, and then I threw in a few little ideas and, and actually we did so many rewrites that along the way, um, it sort of just morphed into what it is now, but you know, it never starts off. It, it, it never ends the way it starts off. Yeah. 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 Do you find that, um, having gone through the process of the short film, there's the film that it's written and there's the film that is shot, and then there's the film that is edited. Um, what was the various stages of of you collaborating with the rest of the team, and how that short film evolved over those different stages for you? Yeah, that's so right. I mean, what you write, um, and then what actually happens when you're on set, and your actors pitch different ideas to you, or they do something. I mean part of me as a director thinks that most of it is just the actors bringing out, you know, that character that they're living and it's me kind of observing them and, and just tweaking little things. So yeah, you're, you're right. You're so right. That workflow of what you write, um, what you create on set. And then, I mean, we had, I don't know, like, two hours worth of footage was, I don't know. It was crazy. Um, and our first cut was a featurette. Um, and it was very baggy and random and yeah. oh, so long winded. Um, and I got a lot of critique from early, you know, feedback. Even the, the composer, um, was like, Hey, this is <laughs> really crap <laughs> and really long and boring. And I totally get that. And so, what we ended up doing in the edit stage with Yunoko Lee, who is also um, with you on um, the Vision Feast, uh, she basically, I think there was one day where we we, we were at my place and we, we took every single scene and we kind of somehow transcribed it into paper, a paper version, and then we edited it on the floor in front of us for jumping between time zones and new scenes and pickups and this and then the other, and it was... Somehow we ended up with a pretty visually stunning and 
emotionally tenacious film. Yeah. Nice. But you're right. The workflow is just one is completely different than next. And yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard of um, writers who are also directing who have really lived with characters for a long time. Um, you know, that experience of what an actor brings to it and how they see that character and how they feel that character, you know, um, yeah, interesting to hear you sort of bounce off that as well, observing the actors and, and, and how they're fleshing out mm. the, the reality for them in that character. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, a lot of the characters there. I mean, there were some. There are some scenes in full Tereo, and for those, um, my Tereo is pretty pretty crap. But um, and I'm, I'm definitely learning it steadily. But for those, you know, they they bring a. Comp- you know, when you speak in a different language, you think, you act, you hold yourself differently. So um, that was really interesting to see those scenes come to life, um, as well as just uh, the historical um, Tane, which is our our protagonist, and then our future 2017 Manu, and just seeing the difference between those. And um, oh, it, was, it was a fascinating process, and I feel like it's, you know, it's a really interesting, fresh take on love in New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, Tereo is Māori language for our international listeners who might have wondered what, what we're talking about there. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, um, mine is also not great. <laughs> it's been a while since I've had classes, but, yeah, mm. it's it's quite a beautiful language. It's gorgeous. It? Yeah. yeah. Um, and... The cool thing about the feature is I've got, um, which I'm actually working on this afternoon, um, I've got so much more time to learn the language more fully and work with the actors on developing that character with far more lead-in time. Whereas before it was like, cast, we're going, it's done, <laughs> we're yeah. on set. Um, yeah, it's. I think that's one thing about short film and, and feature films that um, you probably have noticed it's there's such a different vibe and um, a different world that you can create. Um, I usually get told off for my shorts because they're so big and chunky and epic and and long for for a short. But you know, everyone's got their own style. Got to make what you got to make. Exactly. Exactly. So, other people who are going to be judging the festival. Who else is up for judging this year? Yeah, so we've got um, Chris Graham, who's one of my favourite New Zealand directors. He did um, Sienna's Wedding. He did um, The Ferryman. Uh, we've got Juliet Furness, who's an amazing acting coach, um, and her prize is a whole bunch of um, uh, one-on-one acting classes. Um, and I've been to a few of hers, and they're amazing. Um, what else? We've got... Uh, oh, We've got makeup tutorials um, and makeup gear. We've got oh, so many things. Um, Panavision with all their amazing gear. Um, Upland Road are giving away um, uh, free self-tapes for actors. Uh, and then for experimental category, Little Flower, which is judged by Lee Stockton, a very good friend of mine, uh, is giving it just 1K in cold hard cash. So nice. if you have something really crazy... Um, for us and Blair, please send it. Melt our minds. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm really looking forward to this. There's still so much time. You could literally start 
planning something now mm-hmm. and get it in on time and yeah. Yeah, take it out. It could be, there's no time limits um, for the Vision Feast, which is, again, loving and generous of us. Um, so it could be one minute, it could be micro short, it could be a 30-minute extravaganza of whatever you want. I've, um, I've seen a video that is basically 24 hours long. God. <laughs> it's just a, it's an art piece. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I want to see it. I'm, I'm hoping nobody's entering that. <laughs> yeah. at, um, at film school, we, we watched a film called Blue, which is literally um, just a fully blue screen with a guy um, having a, a health consultation in the background. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> that was, I think, 40 minutes. Um, and then apparently, you know, if you watch the blue screen for long enough, you start seeing things. I don't know. Right. Yeah, it yeah. was a long time ago. But, yeah. <laughs> Persistence of vision is an yeah. interesting one. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Wicked. Well, I'm just going to say, hey, this is a great opportunity to put forward some work, have mm. it judged and appreciated by a much bigger audience so get your entries in there's a lot of categories and there's information we'll have we'll have links in the show notes so swipe left or right depending on your app or click on please swipe right (laughs) (laughs) um we'll have links in the show notes so thanks matt lloyd for doing all the show notes mate really Mm. really appreciate it but yeah get in there have a look get amongst Mm. Definitely, yep. It's a great festival. It's fun. It's interesting, and there's uh, there's so many other people that you'll be connected to, and and work you'll get to be put alongside. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm really excited to hear that next year there's some um, grand plans mm. in the mix. Grand Emporium of Visual Feasting. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be called that. <laughs> yeah, well, you might want to copyright that one right now, yeah, but just done. in case. <laughs> And now it's time for the Pro Video Picks. Okay, man. Well, um, every week I have my guests do the Pro Video Picks. Mm. So I'd love for you to do that. Yes. So the Pro Video Pick could be anything that you would like. What would be yours, Jonathan? I think probably something that I've found lately, and this is might seem crazy to some people, is actually fasting. <laughs> um, I have really found that um it's it's kind of meditative it makes you focus on your work it actually brings out at first it brings out all your demons but after a while it brings out all the good things um and i do a lot of days where um basically you drink water a lot of water but you don't eat and so basically you are focusing your mind your body on your art your craft whatever that may be um and it might sound crazy, but it really works. And so yeah. that's a technique I use to hone my uh, whatever Focus. I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's an interesting one because um, I myself have been doing intermittent fasting, and it's a similar thing. Um, but I also do low carb. I feel that um, carbohydrates will also really pile on the weight Hmm. also um they're a bit of a distraction because the more carbs you eat the more you're sort of hungry for them and Mm. so with intermittent fasting doing between 12 and 18 hours 
fasting yeah. and then eating in a smaller period. But I have found that like when you get used to it, your concentration, your focus really does get That's heightened. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, it just makes you so much more alert. Um, so, I mean, if you, you can do it for spiritual reasons, you can do it for artistic reasons, you can do it um, for health reasons. But, I mean, I was once on um, a three-day one and I got to the third day <laughs> and oh man it was like it was like you were standing in a desert in terms of of clarity it was um yeah you just see your art and your world and your mind's eyes i mean this sounds so new agey but it, it just <laughs> there's a clarity that you get yeah um, when you're fasting um if you push through yeah you know? have yeah. you found that yeah yeah i haven't done a duration that long mm-hmm. but um yeah i definitely found that um distractions seem to sort of drift away a lot more, mm. which I quite like. It allows me to get a lot more done in a shorter period of time. So, yeah. yeah. It makes you so much more productive, which I love because I'm all about productivity. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Hence, trying to do so much. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, you're doing great. <laughs> okay, pro video. This is um, inspirational video. So mm. it could be anything. It could be an online piece. It could mm. be a film. It could be um, on any canvas. What would be your video or film of choice? Okay, so um, I had this amazing submission come through to Festival des Histoires, which is my Canadian, uh, French-Canadian festival, which we run up north in Canada. Um, and it's called uh, Seed of Light. Um, there's a link uh, below. Um, and... Uh, yeah, just, okay, watch it with the lights off, um, clear your mind and just, um, put your headphones in, make them good. And yeah, it's just three minutes, takes you to a different world. Cool. It's amazing. It's very, I'm not going to say anything about it. I'm just going to let you experience delve in. Mm. Yeah. Nice. I love that. <laughs> love it. Okay. Inspiration and influence. What would be your pick for this? So... I love um, exploring new cities and uh, I love visiting new places and just going to an art gallery and being immersed in um, a whole mishmash of different art from different places. Um, so, I mean, wherever I go, always always jump into the art gallery and just soak up whatever local and, you know, international artists and showcases they have on. Um, so, yep, that's my number one tip. Go to get out to every art gallery you can. Um, I stumbled, I was in Alberta uh, a little while back, uh, a few months ago, um, which is, sorry, middle of Northern Canada. Um, and and oh, I just stumbled upon this amazing film um, and just this little, you know, little art gallery there. Um, and it just changed my whole perspective, inspired me, gave me such a cool insight into completely different art. So. Yeah it because you got to breathe in if you're going to be you know creating all the time you've got to soak it in yeah definitely it's a good one i've um mentioned on the show a few times um, how i really enjoy going to the art gallery and Mm. yeah taking my kids as well sort Mm. of uh seeing what interests them and how they observe as well Mm. it's so different through kids eyes too yeah and um through kids mouths (laughs) <laughs> yeah. critique is pretty straight yeah it's very blunt <laughs> i can imagine yeah my nephews are, are very um 
very verbose on what they think of anything. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Following, who do you follow? This could be anything or anyone. I love to rest my eyes. I'm a, a really visual person. So if I'm ever closing my eyes, there's always, you know, a million different things rushing through my mind and everything. So uh, my favorite habit at the moment is to listen to podcasts. I've got two that I love. Um, one is No Such Thing as a Fish, which is a, a British show, basically four different facts from all over the world across time and just tons of British banter on them. Um, lots of tangents, lots of historical rambling. It's, it's great. It's hilarious. And the other one is, um, uh, my dad made a porno, just, uh, just yep. hilarious, bad erotica. Um, and basically three radio presenters just tearing this terrible novel apart. This is fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's it is a fun podcast, and it's it's just so funny listening to them talk about um, one of their dads who wrote a porno. Hence the title, and yeah, yeah it, it's very funny, very funny. Good picks, man. Mm. Where can everybody follow you online? Yeah, so um, I am still in the world of Facebook. Um, I love to hate it, but you can follow me on Facebook, Jonathan Jofi, and then you can follow my brand, which brings out, um, festivals, films, and, uh, film reviews, mainstream and indie. Um, and that's just Jofi, Z-S-O-F-I. And then Vision Feast, you can head along to our site, visionfeast.com, or, uh, if you want to submit something, definitely submit something, um, go to filmfreeway slash visionfeast.com um and links below also tomaku 2 is coming out we're about to wrap up the festival circuit but the trailer is on youtube right now and you can pre-order it on the jofi site if you wish to view it and buy it nice awesome awesome so who would you suggest that we get onto the show who would be your pick okay um hmm my celebrity crush or just an awesome media person Either or, <laughs> up to you, man. Okay, um, I I reckon Yonoko Lee um, is definitely an amazing editor. I think bring her on next. She's got such awesome insight. Um, her latest film, uh, what's it called You're Dead to Me, um, is just killing it in the UK and America. Um, and she's just got such a fresh insight into art, culture, film editing. Um, yeah, awesome. I'll be hitting her up. Nice. <laughs> cool. you, you can follow us on Twitter at Pro Video Podcast, Facebook, the same deal. We've got a Facebook group as well as a page. We've got the Slack group. So if you want to join that, go to ProVideoPodcast.com forward slash Slack. And you can follow me on Twitter at Blair Walker. So love for you to jump into the Slack, but even more, I'd love for you to share this episode out and any others that you've enjoyed on your social networks so that others can find the show as well. If you did that, I'd be really grateful. So please, please share it. Won't take long. Hit share, that share, button. share. <laughs> Thanks so much, Jonathan, for coming into the studio, man. Pleasure. It was a really good time. Wicked. Yeah. I'm looking forward to a lot of um, eye stimulation <laughs> and mind-melding content. Yes, it's going to be good. It's going to be delicious. <laughs> Wicked. All right, everyone. Have a great week and we'll catch you next time. Okay, bye. 
Join the conversation on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Pro Video Podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes.